ever, I'm Shivani. And I'm Chinaza. And yeah, that's our duo. So y'all, we have a special treat for you today. We have not one, but two guests here. We start with Anne-Marie Chase. Anne-Marie Chase is a YouTuber whose goal is to create realistic and relatable content without a social media filter. Starting her channel back in 2012, um, her viewers have been able to grow up with her just as she has. From high school prom in Anchorage, Alaska, to college at USC, to learning how to code in the tech industry, her 136,000 viewers on YouTube have seen it all, accumulating over 11 million views, y'all. So she has about 10.5K followers on Instagram, too. Her bestie, Oyem Bakemi Ebusan, is here with her today. She's worked at Microsoft and just bought her own house. Anne-Marie and Oyin met while working at Neutrogena. Y'all must know a little something about skincare, so y'all gonna have to teach me because I am horrendous <laughs> with my quote-unquote skincare routine. Like, I'm not gonna cap. Like, I'm actually, it's it's sad. It's like, it's like soap and lotion almost. Not that bad. But. I don't believe you. <laughs> but Your thank you guys for hopping on the pod. Welcome, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming, hopping on. We are very excited to be here. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Thanks for having us. I would, I'm really curious to hear more about like how you guys became friends, like how that whole entire experience happened at Neutrogenia. Do you want me to take that, Emery? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so you can take it away. I, I um, when I was still at college at University of Texas, um, I had an internship with Johnson & Johnson actually in New Jersey. Um, and I was graduating at UT, but they had this opportunity to do like a sales strategy role at Neutrogena. Um, and I was like, when am I going to have the opportunity to live in LA for six months and like work for a company like this? So I decided to take that opportunity. And I remember one of our first like group meetings as like an intern class or whatever it was. And I think Anne Marie had mentioned that she was a YouTuber. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cool. And so then I looked her up on YouTube and I literally oh went gosh. back to my I went back to my desk <laughs> and watched a bunch of her videos. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> and then I just like reached and then I just like reached out to her and I like started to like get to know her and like she was like showing me around LA and stuff like that. And we've been That's friends dope. since then. So yeah. So you really shot your friendship Yeah, shot. I did. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I hear that on Twitter and I'm like, wait, <laughs> they might be onto something. Yeah, I think you guys all started a little, like a week earlier than me. So I was walking into my internship because yeah. I was the only one that was like based in LA. And so I walked into this like huge, like sa- they were like sales, like engineering, like quality control. Like I don't even know whatever else roles there were. And I just walk in and everyone had kind of like, grouped together a little bit but I just sat next to Oyen and I feel like I recently I've been just like embracing this description of like energy but I feel like Oyen's and I's energy is just like really matched and so I was just like we're probably gonna be friends and that's exactly what happened I love that and that's so like such a perfect like story of just like how friendship can friendship can happen like when you least expect it you know I mean Um, that's kind of similar to our friendship yeah. is a little different. Shivani. Yeah, like it's not just no, like no, that. No, it's not like that <laughs> at all. 
Yeah, so, like, how... Short story, because I know, like, our audience is probably, like, bro, like, we know... We've heard this story before. Um... We were, we like, were, we, I moved to our township in seventh grade, and Chinaza was already there, and it's well established in middle school. Okay, don't act like I was popular, because you know I wasn't. Like, I was not popular at all. But, you know, like, in seventh grade, like, I, I think we, it just clicked. We were in some of the same classes, you know, and then, like, and like you guys said, of course, that's not how we defined it back the then. The energies didn't match immediately. It didn't match, but we slowly but surely, like, mm, it really? was the energy. It was we, the energy. I think it was, it was the energy, but it was also just by chance, yeah. like, we happened to be in the same place. Kind of like how, yeah. like... Okay. <laughs> no, I'm serious, because, like, seventh grade, we were in the same yeah. classes, and then again, we happened to be in the same places, and, like, we talked more. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So but, it was so similar in that sense, but definitely yeah. not like you know we we didn't have no internship or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> like it was it was grade school. Like we it was just a grade school friendship that yeah. really like blossomed, and I think I think we found a deeper meaning in our friendship and relationship. Like once we graduated high school and kind of did our own things um, independently, but still were able to find time in our friendship. I think that's when we like truly like understood the value in um our friendship you know because a lot of the times um I think even when you're younger you always think that like oh like in order to be like friends you have to talk to this person every day day and night snapchat streets yeah. and all that like it's a lot <laughs> we don't do that the Chanaz and I we don't do that but I think I think that really like yeah. established after high school I would say yeah totally yeah and I'm so I was just gonna sorry no 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 it's okay I was just gonna say like just thinking back to like what I was saying about like finding her on YouTube and like watching her videos I feel like that was kind of like the beginning of like a really strong relationship because since then I feel like she's continued to inspire me to do better and do things outside of my comfort zone and I feel like with YouTube that was something that I was always interested in and so that was like oh this girl is so cool and I feel like now her and I are kind of on this journey of continuing to, like, push each other um, to do things that are, like, not something that we would usually do. Um, but, yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, it's cool, too, because I always, like, Oyun is like, she's, like, a badass to me. Like, she has, like, I kind of, a lot of the time, I mean, it's, like, Cause I'm still like in a position where I'm like not really quite where I want to be. Like, I feel like I have a long ways to go, but it's like, I feel like I could have taken like her pathway is like my ideal, like other life. So it's just like, she is doing, she's like aspirational to me in a lot of ways, but it's really cool because we met at a time where we both were like, (laughs) is this going to be like the rest of our lives? Like we would like, we had, we like, I think it was kind of like, Cause you know, sometimes you meet someone, you think you like them, you think your energies are really good together, but then you get to know them more. And like when you peel back the layers of the onion, it's kind of a rotten core. Oh, yeah. And it's like the, no, I, we're naughty. <laughs> where it's just like, there's like yeah. a, yeah. Like, I mean, I've just, I've had some of them like re- recently and it's just like, it's, there's, there's like kind of nothing more sad. Cause you're just like, 100%. Oh, there's so much potential there, but genuinely like the more that Oyan and I have like hung out and talked, like. I think we're both pretty introverted, so maybe it's, like, taken a while, but I feel like the more I'm just, like, man, like, I'm so glad that we met, and it's cool because now we're, like, five years. I think years. it's, it's it yeah, it's, like, four five. years. Oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> but it's cool because 
She's like, she literally yeah, just bought a house, and it's like we would go on our Neutrogena walks <laughs> in order to get like you know our Christ. gift cards. <laughs> we went on like lunch walks. We were just so aligned, like we were the only like co-ops probably like on those walks, and you know like we'd talk about how like sh- she was like I I need a strategy for paying off like my student debt or like you know like a strategy for investing, and now she just like bought a house that's probably like raised in value since it's in like Texas, like by. Yeah probably a lot more by now so no, it's really cool so cool like again congratulations though, <laughs> on purchasing your first house like that is an achievement that's like something that we i think everyone yeah. dreams of doing yeah. so like definitely congratulations that's awesome and our ec teacher i'm not gonna i'll just say mr Kime. Mr. Kime. I, he has a huge ego so like i don't like to say his name because i feel like he's gonna be like if he ever listens like there you go <laughs> i did that <laughs> but don't credit he, him. <laughs> he always talked about like the the difference between having an apartment and a house and how important it is Renting to like esta- or, yeah, exactly yeah, he used so. to say actually that like buying an apartment which is something i'm gonna have to end up doing obviously like because i plan on going to like law school and stuff that's just inevitable but he was like paying for an apartment is like taking your money and throwing it out the window he was the most animated like annoying guy in the world yeah but he said that so like it's always been a dream of me to be like i'm established i have a house <laughs> but i'm like oh when i'm 30 maybe but that's so dope that you got there so far yeah I mean. thank you i appreciate it it's funny because i actually have a lot of thoughts um around that because i think it's false to say that if you are spending money on an apartment that you're throwing money out the door because it's not true. You're paying money to have a roof over your head. And the fact of the matter is that a lot of people can't put down the down payment to buy a home. You know, so I feel like that's a very privileged standpoint to be like, oh, like, why are people spending on apartments, blah, blah, blah. Um, but also like the maintenance of keeping up with the house. It's just like, it's like this easy thing to say like, oh yeah, let's just, you know, it's stupid to be spending money in an apartment, but like, if you don't have an alternative, like what do you do? Um, Obviously it's the dream to do that, but not everyone has that cash in their bank account. So that's just my two cents on that. No, I absolutely agree. Just to take a quick turn, because I know we talked about Neutrogena, and I know Chinaza briefly mentioned it, but, like, I'm going I'm to put that, you know, train right back on that track and say, you know, what did you guys learn in Neutrogena? Like, what were you guys, I, what, one, what were you guys doing? And two, like, if you had any, like, skincare, like, tips that you had to give, because you both have beautiful skin. That is true. Know? No, tell me why. Forgive me if I'm dumb, because, like, now that I'm thinking about it and you guys talked about it, I was like, wait, I don't think they're actually, like, the Neutrogena girls who are actually <laughs> doing the skincare. I think they're doing something else in Neutrogena. And this is really funny because I feel like when I first got to Harvard and, like, I started seeing the companies, I was thinking, oh, we're working for these companies. So when my friend was like, oh, yeah, I have an interview with Chick-fil-A, I was like, why are you working at Chick-fil-A? Like, <laughs> you need to get a summer internship. But then I was like... And I was like, oh, wait, you're, like, <laughs> a computer science major, and you're, like, doing tech for Chick-fil-A. For Chick-fil-A. So, yes. <laughs> I just... Corporate. Never got hey, that. Hey, I'm sure there's some perks, yeah. so drop them secrets if there are any. <laughs> like... Uh, I feel like one of the most interesting things that I learned was kind of on their, you know, research side, and it's, like, they market to moms so that your mom will buy you a face wash, which is exactly what happened. Like, I use Neutrogena face wash, like, pretty much all the time still. 
and then you'll use it for pretty much the rest of your life until you're a mom and then you'll buy it for your daughter so it's like there's a lot of like human psychology involved and marketing is pretty much just that it's like just getting into the human psyche and kind of taking advantage of it um even like the checkout lines like they're called uh, secondary placements. So they strategically place all those products at the checkout lines because they know that you're not going to go out of your way in the store to yeah, go get, you know, 100%. whatever, the candy or whatever. But you'll, there's like a X percentage exactly. increase that you'll buy it there. So it's right. all very I can't tell you how many times. I- yeah. So I guess my I was just gonna say, was, I can't t- tell you how many times I walk by, there's a piece of gum there. I'm like, I know I don't really need gum, but you know, like Orbit. <laughs> Is yeah, that Diet Coke? Coke for me. I'm like, ooh, yes. that looks so good. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah. I think it's just like, it's, I mean, YouTube kind of gives me the same mentality. It's just like, there's a lot more below the surface or beneath the surface of like, even of just consumerism and purchasing things that I think everyone should be more aware of, even if you just need to like read a book about it, which I don't have a great recommendation, but. I guess maybe the power of habit or like what or well yeah, like what specifically now that you're like mentioning youtube because like i'll be honest like i'm on youtube for studying for the for my exams because <laughs> you know great great videos khan academy we love you but like mm-hmm. other than that like i kind of i i well nowadays yeah. i we do a lot of research just on podcasts and like we kind of do our research on just other people having podcasts um especially like those that do like um uh, uh, I would say, I guess, like, a, a listener's only, and then also they do an audio on top of that, like, um, so I guess it's basically a show at that point, but, um, I do research on that end, but other than that, like, I don't really know what else, uh, at this age, at this age, I don't really know what is really going on on YouTube, <laughs> like, so tell us, Anne-Marie, <laughs> like, especially with, so you're not, like, into no, the YouTube not communities. Really, not, not at, I mean, I don't know about Chinaza, but I will say I'm yeah. definitely more of a casual watcher. Like, yeah. I guess since I became a history concentrator at Harvard, like, I used to use YouTube for, like, you know, just like education and things like that. But, you know, and I guess like when I was studying for my LSAT, yeah. I used it for that too. But, like, since that time has passed, like, it's kind of changed yeah. my purpose for watching YouTube. Again, like, I. That's super interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, just because, like, it's so interesting, actually, because I was on my YouTube app, and at the top bar, they had, like, these small bubbles, probably called, like, thumbnails or whatever, and it said, like, oh, are you interested in, like, else law school or, like, fashion or, like, clothing hauls, and they were listing out, like, all the things I liked to do, oh, yeah. and it was really weird because I was, like, you kind of read me, like, a book because this is everything that I would want to do in my life yeah like if I was just surrounded by these things yeah forever I'd be happy but it was scary because I never I never thought of it like that like even because some of them were like these small small things and I'm like it wasn't even a specific video that like I watched about that specific thing it was more so like it was like an underlying theme of it and they picked up picked up on that so I don't know like whether there's a tech answer to that yeah, I think those little bubbles are actually kind of new, but it is creepy. Like, it's really accurate, but they have, like, the power to do all that stuff. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. Wait, so, like, I think this will be an interesting... So, I'm really always fascinated by this, too, because I started YouTube so early, but, it, like, I started it really because of the community, and I feel like, oh, yeah, and probably you probably are into the community as well, because it is, like, 
I started in 2012, and so I think now pretty much everyone, like a lot more people are right. involved or like know no, about yeah, the I, communities I now. Will, I will say, but when I started, like, in no high one school, did. Or like eighth grade-ish into high school, like that phase of creators, I watched them. I'm not going to lie. I will say, I know what it is. Okay, so yeah, you know, you know. Like yeah. now, <laughs> the, this era, like these, because eras happen really fast. Like, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, like, the era yeah, now sure. is, like, tic- TikTok yeah. stars. Because I know, like, the Charlie D'Amelio, De- De- like, and that entire, like, Hype House group has transitioned to, like, YouTube. I don't watch their videos. I do think that they're probably having great success on it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, yeah, like, what is going on on YouTube right now? Because I feel like whatever I watched when I was in high school probably is not okay yeah hyping that's a great question (laughs) yeah yeah well i think that right now um because even even tech people are starting to get into this and i've always thought this like that's why i started my youtube when i did it's like i think people are using it to expand their personal brand like i think everyone's gonna have a personal brand eventually whether you like it or not whether it's like a good thing or not it's just like if you choose to develop it out and i think that people right now um i mean there are like definitely the creators there are definitely like the people who are doing this like full time right now but i've also been seeing like even more tech people just realize the importance of like creators and like influencers and so they're starting to make even their own content as their own personal brand and just sharing knowledge so i think that's kind of like the newest trend but it's been i think it's been going that way for a really long time it's just people are starting to try to be strategic about their digital profiles and their digital they're just kind of digitizing themselves i think that's where yeah i agree i I feel like i was just gonna i mean i'm not that close to youtube space i feel like i dabble a little bit more on instagram um but i feel like eventually everyone's gonna have something on social media where they're promoting themselves um And I started seeing that when, like, models and, like, you know, already, like, stars and, like, celebrities were getting YouTube channels. And I was like, what the heck is this? Like, why are you on here? Hailey Bieber, Kendall Jenner, I think, is going to do one soon. And, like, obviously, they're all successful because they already have an audience. Oh, yeah. And she's like... I love Shay Mitchell. (laughs) Shay Mitchell is my... Oh my gosh, she's such a character. Yeah. I love her. They already have platforms, though. I hear what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, exactly. But like the fact that they're still so successful shows like how this is a space that like is not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, but I think also to your point, like I see a lot of TikTok people just like doing yeah. whatever the heck they're doing, or like people, you know, doing like collab, not collabs, but like, you know, taking all the TikTok dances and putting it into one video and stuff like that. So I see a lot of stuff like that. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. To me, it's really interesting, though, like just talking about it now, how the space is really changing and how that like connects with business and marketing. Oh, yeah. It's very, it's, it's very, really been transformative how this has taken place just within the past couple of years and especially during like COVID I feel like now that everyone is home it's almost like the personal and professional has Mm -hmm. been blurred like forever like that's never gonna change and like I feel like no matter what fields we're in Mm -hmm. there's always like oh this is my like this is my public career and then this is like my kind of private like brand career and like 
it's almost like everyone is more and more comfortable having that. Yeah. That's so true, actually, now that you're saying that, because, like, at least, like, the perspective that, that I have is, like, I'm pre-med, so it's very, like, it's a very, like, I'm sure there's many, in a lot of fields, there's, like, that cutthroat, like, professionally, like, you have to be corporate America, like, this is the type of person you have to be, like, you can't have a personal famous quote-unquote famous like life like you can't be really representing yourself or in any way or like you know that causes red like red flags um but i know that i've seen mm. a, a a lot more like medical students pre-med even pre-medical students uh doctors uh like yeah. on, especially on tiktok they get a Those lot get a lot of views yeah. too a lot of, it's like a whole category a dental, this dental student <laughs> i have the biggest crush on <laughs> he's on tiktok i don't really know his name but no. <laughs> but the point is is that like they're really kind of just doing yeah. it without i mean i don't know if they really thought of any consequences or if there are any consequences but they're just doing it they're just like yo like i'm as long as i'm not posting anything i guess malicious and they're it's from yeah intent, i think it they're just kind of going for it yeah well, that's ahead. the thing I think. Oh, go ahead, Elian. Um, well, that's the thing is I think that it's like because I've been seeing a lot of that too, and like even I told my dad, and my dad's a doctor, and so is my brother, and I've talked to both of them. I'm just like people because doctors have a different level yeah. of credibility on the internet. Like even like they yeah. just people think that they're God, yeah, basically, <laughs> and it's like. Uh, um, and so even if you're like if you title like a day in the life of a doctor like that gets a ton of views because people are just so interested in what these like godlike people are doing and I think people are really I mean not maybe not taking advantage of it but there are a lot of doctors who are posting their content you could still make it really professional and it's like you're just walking through your day it's like an extension it's like a digital extension mm-hmm. of a commercial but it's just more personal too because you can show and be like more insightful but if you're smart about it you know you don't have to be it doesn't it it doesn't have to be unprofessional at all it can actually be done really professionally but it just adds another personal aspect yeah i was trying to get my dad to start a podcast he's a urologist so i (laughs) thought the domain name i'm crying (laughs) because that was like yeah but and he was down but um he moved, so I was like, maybe, yeah, maybe someday dope. in the future. What were you going to say? Oh, I was, was going to say, it also varies on, like, what job you do. Like, I was following yeah. this TikToker who was giving, like, really good advice on finance and, like, all this stuff. Like, really important information. And she had to take her account down because her, like, her company was like, you can't share this information. Um, so, like, I, it really um, depends. And I feel like even, like, with my job, damn. I work in the gaming space and, like, even when I was working at Microsoft, they were like, yeah, you can like film stuff, but you just have to make sure you're not showing anything that's like top secret, quote unquote, right? So it just really, really depends. Um, obviously, if you're like in your full out like nursing uniform or whatever and just doing a dance, I feel like they'll be a little bit more flexible on that. And that stuff has like, yeah. a, has gone viral. Um, but yeah, I feel like it definitely depends on like where you are, where you're at. In, it definitely yeah. depends on the on the career. I absolutely I was, agree. I was gonna say the same thing too because like, it's almost like we have to keep the. Some people will be able to like market or like digitize their actual profession, but I feel like for most people, they almost have, and I feel like this is a trend of our generation. They almost have like that that nine to five to like, save face to keep 
that stable income. But then now we're seeing so much more like stable income is not enough for our generation. (laughs) It's like we always want to monetize anything and everything. Like my sister, my oldest sister who has two sons, she's like, yeah, yeah, she's like working on her education. And then she like has this business on the side and she has like this other thing. And it's like on the overhead and it's like, there's almost a lot of pressure, but also it makes a lot of sense why we'd want to do that because it's everything has gotten so more much more personal and accessible to like the general population. Even like what we saw with like GameStop and stuff yeah. like that, like Reddit taking over and being like, we we yes. own this space, and then like, yeah. and then um the government being like, no, you don't. <laughs> like we're shutting this yeah. down <laughs> right now. <laughs> but like no, I don't. feel like it's becoming more and more like everything is becoming more and more public. Yeah, and that. And we're, like, taking ownership of these very, like, like white man-owned spaces that's just, like, okay, like, we're doing the marketing, like, we're doing the this, and we're, we're dispersing yeah. it to, like, the populace. And I think that that's changing. <clears throat> yeah. It's amplifying Exactly, that's voice. amplifying. And it's going to be yeah. interesting to see how that transforms who's in what space and how, like, this then becomes, like, institutionalized again, mm. I guess. Like, that's my question because, like, it's very interesting when people like break the fourth wall and they're like, I'm a part of this company, but like, this is who I am. And they have enough like of a platform to be able to speak out against the people who they're working for. Like I've seen that a lot more recently now than like before. Cause it's like, I think people are a little bit more about liabilities to their companies than before, at least being able to speak out more. Cause it's like, I do have a platform. I do have people watching versus yeah. before it was like, you work for me. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, and some people, I think about that a lot, too, because, you know, like, even in your day-to-day, you just kind of meet people who are, like, a little unhinged. Not unhinged, maybe, but it's, like, now companies are going to really have to start thinking about who they're hiring or if that person will... Because, you know, like, exposing videos, and if you just have one person's voice... Like, I've had friends who, like, you know, I hear their version of the story, and I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not at all how it went down. And right. I, like, it's not even about me. It's just, like, I saw this go down. You know, and it's, like, now you have a platform, and it's, like, of course, like, on YouTube and social media, it's still your advantage if you're, like, white, beautiful, skinny, For whatever. The TikToks. <laughs> so it's, like, who... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, like, I'm, it's curi- I'm curious to see, like, this is probably going to become a problem for companies in the future of, you know, integrating your personal brand into your company and kind of the safety measures mm-hmm. that they'll have to take. Especially, like, I think it's just, like, human nature, like, not to go, I think it's just human nature to, I think one day, like, not, I don't want to say turn, but, you know, if you get dirt, done dirty, you're going to want to return the yeah. favor, and I think that it, it yeah. can be very easy when you have a, when you have your own personal brand, it's very easy to go on Twitter, it's very easy to make a TikTok if it mm-hmm. still exists then. <laughs> It's very easy to say, you know, just go out, blurt it out, or say, you know, expose a company. Who knows if it's even true, but if the harm's done, the harm's done. I think that's something that I, that's something that I see yeah. even now, like just on 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 the per on a personal basis, where sometimes, uh, you know, one person kind of goes on Twitter and just says X Y Z, and then everyone kind of jumps on that, and then two days later they're like, hold on, <laughs> that's not what happened. <laughs> like so. I think that's something that you're de- you're absolutely right. We'll have to take a look at. Yeah, that is like that's something I think about all the time too. Can I share? Can I share a really terrible story that I actually yeah. heard on a podcast, The Daily? Yeah. That like kind that like kind of has to <laughs> do with this, and I'm gonna like mess it up a little bit, but I'll just kind of you know 
finesse a little bit. Um, it's okay. I think like That's, this is all finesse. Yeah. Um, they were talking about how in Paris or just somewhere in France, um, like a student, like a like a lot of parents were getting upset that a teacher was te- was like treating students poorly based on their religion, I believe. And somehow it kind of got squashed. It was like, okay, that this didn't actually happen. It was just like miscommunication. But there was a dad that was still like really upset about it and like shared it on Twitter and it went viral. And someone in the world from somewhere else came to Paris or wherever it was and killed the guy. Oh no. Because of oh, what no. he heard on social media. And the and what, oh. what he's what he shared on social media wasn't oh. even true. And oh, I was just God. like, what the f-? like <laughs> See that's what I'm yeah, talking like, about. I, I don't line. It's so tough to like I guess it's just gonna I mean, it's hard for me. Like that's what they say, like uh, not to go into politics, but <laughs> You know, no, we don't want to politics. All it's right, okay. let's fine. do it. Let's it's do it. But you know, like sometimes there are certain things uh, that I hear. You know, um, when you're just having a conversation from someone that is, you know, because uh, more conservative than you are, they're like, you say, "Hey, like X Y Z." There's evidence. Here's a link that I can just share that you know defends this point. It's it's backed up by multiple organizations. And then their argument would be like, well, can you trust the news? You know, like, can you? And then get to, this is the fun part. And then Fox News, one article, one article will say one thing. And then they'll be like, that's exactly what happened. Verified. <laughs> Where I'm a true source. Yeah. So I think that's so frustrating, like, not just politically, but just, like, in general, like, where we get our news from, where we hear rumors, like, it's just gonna get tougher and tougher. Like, I'm actually scared for our children, because it's hard for us. Like, I just only wonder, like, how is it gonna get managed, you know, in the future? It's even, like, I think it's on both sides, too, because, like, even for me, like, I'll see, like, a headline and sometimes just kind of run with it. Because there's, like, a million other things to do in a day. So it's just, like, I think journalism and news is just becoming this very hard space to manage. And everyone feels like they have a freaking voice. And they got got to share it. And it's like, no, (laughs) they they don't. (laughs) You don't. You can keep it to yourself. You definitely could. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you don't know 100% what you're talking about. If I know I don't know something, I'm not going to say anything. And I'll exactly. listen to the conversation and then go do the research before, like, blabbing my yeah. mouth. But not a lot of people That's do that. That's important, you know. But a lot of people don't have that perspective. Yeah. Like, I would say that that's the problem is, like, when people don't know what they're talking about and pretend that they do, which is, I feel like it's pretty common. I think there's, like, a type of yeah. person who, like, listens more and realizes that. But it's, like, an awareness that a lot yeah, of people and don't I feel have. Like it's crazy. Be- I feel like just in this generation, because like platform is power, like that's kind of the way that we, that's not how we, we, we were born into the society. Like society, our generation is very interesting because mm-hmm. we were born into a society looks, that looks completely different to what we are like now growing up to live yeah. in. Like we went from CDs yeah. to like Wi-Fi yeah. from like flip phone or like even home phone yeah. to now, like we have like these, I'm pretty sure that... 
Yeah. How old are you guys? Look, we're the good side of the Gen Z. Okay, we're like we're the good Gen Zers. Okay. Like twenty one. Twenty one. How old? How old? Twenty one. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, I feel like. I mean, you guys are not that much younger than us, but I honestly feel like me and Oyen grew up in, like, the most ideal period because, like, I we had, yeah. like, I had a childhood yeah. of, like, literally no phones, and I would, like, go outside and play. Like, we got the iPhone in middle school, and so at least we had, like, a life before. Like, some Gen Z kids, like, I went to Coachella, and they were, like, with influencers. No, I didn't. Well, okay, so <laughs> who, I was somewhere with at Coachella or something. Where I was like, oh, like, I have to remember to take a picture to post for my Instagram. Like, I have to remember where, like, the Gen Z kids were like, oh, I have to remember to, like, live in the moment, you know? Like, it is, it's just different if you're, like, literally native to a device. Like, yeah. it it's kind of becomes a part of you, you know? Like, even editing a video, it's, like, an extension of my brain. Like, I do a lot of, like, processing there. Yeah. So it's just no, different. I absolutely agree. I, I think that's why I say that we're, like, the good Scary. side of the Gen Z because... Also, we were the, the last that, people before it switched. We were the last yeah. people. My parents. And, and the way that we were raised, because, like, my family, like, we were, we both come from families of immigrants, so, like, we also didn't have the luxury of just getting everything, like, you know, perfect. This is actually a funny story. Yeah. Like, this is a funny story. My dad, <laughs> he used to, he was like, okay, if you want a phone, you will pay for the phone. So he created this whole system. Um, my dad is an interesting character. Um, we love Nigerian fathers out there. <laughs> so, um, pretty much, I didn't get an iPhone until, like, maybe sophomore year of high school. So I had, like, a flip phone up until, not a flip phone. I had a flip phone some parts of middle school. Sometimes I didn't have a phone at all. It really depend on the season. But my dad would, he would give us, for every single A I got, I'd get a dollar. And at the end of the semester, I mean, at the end of the month, I'd have to pay my phone bill. So it was like, if you're not getting oh. enough A's, you're not paying your phone bill, which is like, it was a very interesting money management thing. It's also <laughs> like, I respect my dad's parenting in a lot of ways, because I feel like I'm so so good at managing money because of a lot of those lessons. Like, my dad took me to the bank starting when I was like four or five years old. That's when I opened my first bank oh my account. God. Like. Wow. Cause he was taking us to the bank anyway so he was just like oh fill out this thing like i'm pretty sure my handwriting was like so messy and i'd like go up to the bank teller and be like, yeah probably like, really good credit. i wish i built my credit that young like, i just had a, a a savings account i wish i started with a credit card i don't know when like how you young you have to be like, <laughs> okay well i wish i could so that i could have had great credit i mean i still kind of do because i just opened my credit like a year ago and i spent i put everything on credit i put my Elsa on credit. No, I put everything on credit. I did learn the yeah. hard way that um, if you put too much on credit, it will actually take away points because like you're taking seventy five percent of yeah. like your. It's like, like the fine balance of like you want to spend credit because you want to show them that you can pay back the money that you borrowed, but then you also don't want to like over borrow it. too much. They're yes. like because when one month they're like, "Bro, you borrowed too much money," and I was yeah. like, "Oh, I, I, I called discover, that." And I was, <laughs> discover Pico scorecard no. goes down, and I'm just like, "Okay, <laughs> like no, yeah." <laughs> That definitely happened, but I think that, like, managing money... I don't know what, how I got here. I think I was talking about phones, <laughs> but managing money has also been something that I feel like... I don't know how... I'm sure our generation is doing fine. I'm sure they're learning on TikTok how to do that, but I feel like it is one of those things that, like, does take a degree of discipline that, like, 
a lot of like our social media doesn't immediate immediately like inform us of because like a lot of us are learning how to live or having an immigrant parent because like me and Oyen have talked about this we have a hard time spending money and it's like it's because we our parents were like my mom is super frugal she's like a she grew up super poor in korea she immigrated to the united states and it's like i'm kind of like in a way i'm kind of like grateful that she was super frugal borderline cheap because (laughs) i don't you know i don't have like problems overspending and i see some of my friends just like blow their money like i went on a like a group travel trip and americans just like they blow their money like there's no tomorrow and i'm just like whoa like i know that you probably i don't know know if you should be like spending that much on this like kind of already (laughs) expensive trip like i was on it as like an influencer but i was like yeah like i i'm like to me, I think I, like, could spend more, actually, like, but I'm, I don't think I'll ever have, like, overspending I think it's, like, the fine line. And my dad, actually, but. I completely I agree because I think that, like, immigrant families, like, I think we're just always, like, just taught to, like, you save money, save money, save money, like. It's built different. It's for better just, for you worse. just save money, bro, like, there is no <laughs> other way to do it. <laughs> like, I actually, like, in my family, in my family, the problem yeah. is, like, investments. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, even, like, my brother, who's, like. He's a millennial, but, like, he was born in India, so he has, like, a good mixture of, like, both values. Like, I was born in the United States, so, like, yes, like, I'm Indian, but, like, I think it's just obviously, like, a little different. Like, my brother is not only is he cheap, but he also doesn't have, like, the street smarts to invest. Yeah. Or, like, or, like, the, um, what's the word? Like, the I desire, guess, the potential. Uh, he doesn't want to take the yeah. risk. Like, there's no, there's no, like, I'm going to take this really yeah. good risk to invest and, you know, have a passive income. Like, passive income is, like, I feel like a conversation that does not happen that often in especially... Immigrant households. You get your job and you settle down. Good job. Job You have achieved the American dream. No, no. Job, get married, (laughs) settle down. Settle down, you gotta get married, too. Don't forget that. Hey, (laughs) I tried to. You're funny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That would be interesting. I mean, how did how are you like balancing that like passive income? Oh. Like, because you you're great at managing. You're probably yeah. you're yeah. you have a house well, again. I I <laughs> was actually gonna say like I'm actually struggling with that mindset of like need like wanting to invest because like you said like I'm kind of afraid of that risk. And for me, I've been working in the corporate world for four years now. So I saved up a bunch of money, (laughs) but I'm like, mother, like I could have been investing all of that and I would have had like 4X that, you know what I mean? Um, And even now I'm like, okay, I purchased this house (laughs) and I'm like, okay, now I need to go back to saving like a crazy person Um, because I'm worried that like, you know, I've worked, I'm working and I'm getting a paycheck. I put the money in the stock market and then I lose it. yeah but I've actually been kind of dabbling in it a little bit um and I remember I was telling Anne-Marie I made my first investment and I woke up the next morning I was like oh my god it's down like what am I gonna do <laughs> it's traumatic <laughs> like, that's traumatic when yeah. it happens and I'm like okay I just have to leave it there and like see what happens yeah. um but it's definitely like a habit you have to break and like have to work at um yeah. so mm-hmm. I'll update you guys on my journey <laughs> No, yeah, yeah. I, d- I definitely want to know, but I think that's something mm-hmm. that, like, um, something that, a, a pattern that I've just noticed that, like, especially like, uh, immigrant families or honestly like cultured yeah families, uh, 
just are are safer with their choices. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I just think that a lot of a lot more uh, uh, rich white men yeah. love just spending money and just taking the risk. It's so, it's crazy because I have um, my best friend is Asian um, and her older sister is like. 35 36 and she has been working since she was like 18 um i don't think she like got like a college degree but she's like doing really well for herself and she's never lived outside of her parents house so you know wow. she's stacking bread but yeah, she's like absolutely but, no but, but she's terrified of investing i'm like dude oh like you have gosh. so much money <laughs> yeah but it's just that mindset yeah, no. that like it's hard it's to mindset. so yeah and i think it makes sense yeah. because it it's almost like especially like immigrant families or like families that grew up in lower socioeconomic stratas it makes sense because it's like you have more to yeah. lose and i feel like that is so interesting to see because i see these influencers like i just five times my money on like this crazy trend but it's like okay you have like a rich yeah. generational like wealth lineage behind you like you're not gonna fall even if you lost that money exactly. so you have that money you have that like you ha- don't have a lot to lose compared to some people and i feel like it's like weighing the pros of con- cons of that because i understand that too and i'm like i do invest but it's also a little bit because i don't have as much to lose yeah i feel like the older you get the harder it becomes to throw your hat in the ring because like right now i'm like I live in my parents' house. Like, if I was to blow my money, like, I could, I could stay yeah. here. Like, worse comes to worse. Like, I don't have to go anywhere. So there is that kind of degree of like, oh, whatever. But when I'm paying my like law school bills and like all this other stuff, I have all this debt. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna be like blow- throwing yeah. mad money into like Robin Hood anymore, <laughs> like I've been doing. But I will a little tip for like listeners and stuff like that. I have been using this um, app called Betterment. And I have some money in Betterment. I have some money in Robinhood. Robinhood is kind of my... I recently, I think, lost like $600. But it's okay because it, ga- it was out of gains. So it wasn't like I lost it directly from the hit. But like, I, I don't check my Robinhood that often. And maybe that's part of it. Because like, honestly, I feel like when you try to over-invest, my heart started becoming greedy. Mm, like, it was yeah. just a very weird experience where I started realizing. I was like, oh my gosh, I made like so much money but I could have made more if I did this and I was like let me stop so then I just dropped that for like a while and let the money sit whatever was there but I thought I think that still betterment was a better option for me for someone who's like a little bit more risk averse and doesn't want to take so many risks betterment like you can create a a plan where they design like the, the formula the program designs a portfolio for you of stocks and bonds blended together so that it's it's government bonds as well. So government bonds, like you're seldom, seldom, rarely going to lose money because the United States is so like verified with the way that they manage their money. Like you're not going to lose money on bonds and the stocks that they also choose are government stocks. So you only gain money and you gain money. It's almost like a very accelerated savings account. Like I've made like, I've made like maybe 20% of like, all of my savings in that and it was like it's a big difference so like when that happened i was like i've made Hmm. more money putting money in betterment than wasting my time looking at all these stock websites trying to figure out whether it's gamestop or (laughs) american express like so for any of the listeners get a betterment account and start there and find that comfort and because it creates like a trajectory a whole portfolio for you and that it's not gonna go down like it's only gone up for me so that has been a high of my like investing experience 
Yeah, I feel like if you don't have the time to like trade daily and like look at charts and stuff, like Robinhood or like Webull on a daily basis is probably not the way for you. And like if you are working a corporate job, you have a 401k, you know, so like that's another investment. Mm. But I think to your point, like, you know, Wealthfront is another one that you could do that and have like an index fund where they you have like a target yeah. date that you want to retire and they like figure out what's the best like pie for you um so mm-hmm. i'm actually probably gonna do that and stop doing robin Hood as well honestly yeah. though like that's actually the way to go because like i actually read into it um they like call it like multiple different things yeah. uh, i actually found this out from tiktok <laughs> we love we TikTok. love tiktok Roth IRA I was like what is that like I need to figure this out and I like looked into it like they were like if you start at age 20 and every month like you invest x amount like they say like a minimum of like $50 like bro like I promise like well I'm not gonna speak for everyone but for me myself like financially like I can afford at least $50 a month to put into a Roth IRA if I do if you do that monthly um uh, at a retirement age of like 50 you're very close to a very nice, like, I think it's like a good million dollars. So, and that's only with a $50 investment. And then like, of course, as you have an income, <laughs> like, you know, yeah, whichever job I end up having, um, you increase that, that um, monthly like input of how much you want to add. Um, and that happens like with through your, like, through any of your banks. Um, like I, I like my TD bank. So like, obviously like I just went to them and I was like, help me. But another thing that, like, just to kind of, you know, close up, like, that, like, investment conversation, I mean, of course, Oyen, if you have any other ideas, please drop them, because I'm, I love to just, like, learn and read up on this, like, I'm not an expert, but I do know that, like, I also saw this on TikTok, uh, there's this new app called Griffin, now, I'm not endorsing this, I don't even know if it works or anything. Yeah, we're not sponsored, guys, None so. of this, no, I don't know if it works. Take it with the greatest salt. But the, the theory behind this app is... Every time you purchase something, you basically connect your credit card to that Griffin app. So every time you swipe your credit, your credit card at Starbucks, right, um, up, uh, one drink is five bucks. The Griffin will uh, uh, invest one dollar worth of uh, Starbucks, stock. Yeah, yeah of mm. Starbucks. So it's basically kind of the Griffin is like not the Griffin. Griffin is kind of meant for like the everyday person. So, like, you shop at Target, it's going to invest at Target. You shop at Sam's Club, like, it's going to sh- invest at, I don't even know if Sam's Club has one, but you get what I'm saying. So, like, I, I downloaded the app just to get my username, <laughs> just to yeah. prepare myself if the app blows up. I just haven't taken the chance because it's such a beta I, right. I, uh, version of the app. Like, I'm not really sure if it works just yet, but yeah. I do think uh, for the listeners out there, if you want an easy option, I think what Shinaza said and especially Oyen, like definitely like talk to your bank <laughs> and like you know I think that's a great place to start the thing with the four the Roth IRA though is that you have to make less than a certain amount to actually have a Roth IRA like I'm in a position mm-hmm. where I can't have one and I'm like oh. period that's what I want to no! be <laughs> There's like a lot of benefits in Roth IRA stuff, but like I think even when I started like investing in Robinhood and stuff, I wanted that like to be able to invest and then take the money out really quickly and use it for whatever. And I feel like with a four hundred one k and a Roth IRA and stuff like that, you're stuck. You're like I have to wait till I'm fifty or like sixty, exactly. and like I think that I 
you have that safe um, net of like the index funds and the 401ks and stuff. But yeah, I think it's still like totally worth it to like research and learn the stock market because there's yes. real money to be made there. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of education that definitely yeah. needs to happen. I- I'm not an expert. Like I just I would love to learn. Like I really like find it so fascinating. But again. It's the fear. Yeah. Like, I'm literally preaching to myself. It's the fear. Yeah. I'm just like, bro, like, I can't lose this money. Yeah. I might do Griffin, because, bro, like, I don't have to lose this money. I go to Starbucks. Like, Wait, every day, I have a question so. about the Griffin thing. So it's like, is it taking more money out of your account, or they're using the $5 you just you just spent, and they're just like, bro, oh, I'm don't. not a spokesperson for Griffin. <laughs> I was just asking like, since you, bought, you got the app, so I was assuming. I haven't, I, I personally haven't invested, but from the TikTok video, <laughs> And from my assumption, the drink costs $5. So you have to pay Starbucks the $5 for the drink. So right. it would take an additional $1 from your Discover oh. card or your American Express card or whatever. It would take that additional $1 to invest it into the Griffin uh, gotcha. app and fund or and invest it into that uh, stock. That's interesting, though, because if I pay for a Starbucks drink with a credit card, am I then paying the stock with, a, with credit? Because you can't. Yes. But can you do that? That's what it says on Griffin. It's oh, all, wow. You literally pair, you pair the, uh, like, in the app, you pair a credit card to it, not a bank account. That's, that's so dangerous. Yeah, that's kind of dangerous. Because you could. Right, because can't. If you don't have the cash to. Put a yeah, exactly. Huh. <laughs> Griffin, hit us up. Oyen, Chinaza, and all of us. <laughs> can help you out here because something's not rocking no. <laughs> maybe they know something this we is... don't know that's why i think they're in beta testing i think that that they just kind of threw it out in in tiktok to see mm. it's only available in the u.s too it's not available in canada it's not available anywhere else so i do think that they're just trying to figure out like the basic kinks well going back to our marketing discussion it's like it worked because <laughs> i downloaded it Yeah, it's like maybe like maybe they're just trying to put their marketing yeah. out right now, and so it's like you as the consumer need to be like critical, maybe, especially when it comes to like, you know, like investing or like you know, it's like there are a lot of like lots of like financial things that maybe would just be better like waiting for a little bit. But startups always go to like it's cheap Don't to go to like TikTok exactly. creators who will make a video for yeah. like fifty dollars yeah. you know we've had tiktokers so. on our pod too i'm saying it like it's not like my childhood like per friend. friend that i've known <laughs> since like i was six but he became a tiktok star quote unquote whatever <laughs> this is what i'm talking about it's very weird it's a very weird space because it's like this is your profession but like for him i don't take it i don't take him seriously not so that's what it is oh. but um yeah it's just interesting this conversation we had about just like big girl things to be honest like going up and like figuring kind of your stuff out like whether it's buy a house or just like figuring out how to have that passive income or whatever mm-hmm. but like it is interesting how all of this information is becoming quote-unquote democratized. That's the word they love to use in my <laughs> classes now. But um, all of this knowledge is becoming so much more yeah. publicly available. And I really, I hope it changes the way that finances go mm-hmm. in this country and kind of bridges more gaps as long as like that information is accessible. And I feel like there's a lot of great programs out there making 
this kind of information more accessible to younger kids, especially like I feel like it's important for like inner cities, like like I said, like lower socioeconomic stratus to know this information because everybody else does, and it like it's tripling people's money. So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on that. But to wrap us up, if you guys have, oh, I am supposed to sing. I sing every single. I like sing a random song that comes to mind every single episode it's very random and it's just it literally is whatever song comes to my mind and like what's coming to my mind is money by cardi b <laughs> but i actually don't really know the lyrics <laughs> not gonna lie all i know is like money i'm gonna need to use the money wait what is it i got bags in the coop is that the right song i think Touch so <laughs> yeah i re- i really don't know the song but I'll yeah that's- you are. <laughs> i don't know the lyrics but <laughs> yeah you always do your little <laughs> We're cheering for the sidelines. Yeah. But if you guys have any um, skincare <laughs> tips for us, we yeah. still care, and they avoid that question. No. This is the third time we've asked them about skincare, and they just go to, to the up. other. I thought it was like, what should we ask them about Neutrogena no, skincare, one, I guess. One, just one skincare yeah. tip before we wrap up, please. <laughs> Oh, he's like laughing. I have a good one. I have a good one. Okay, for me, I grew up with <laughs> I grew up with oily skin and I actually overwashed my skin. I would wash it in the daytime and the nighttime and then I switched to just rinsing my face in the morning and that I think made a huge difference to my face and like the chemistry and like the balance of it. I definitely I definitely heard tip. that. Don't overdo it. You already wash your face at nighttime. You don't really gather dirt when you're sleeping. So like just washing your face with water should yeah. be a trick. But when you use cleanser all over again, it it mm. strips your face even more. Yeah. So it definitely makes sense. Yeah. And if your skin That's feels not, tight after you yeah. wash it, that means that your moist yeah, your no cleanser bueno. is too <laughs> harsh. Um, I think. I think my one thing yeah, is kind my of tips. Uh, like. I think it's taking cold showers and no. washing your face. I agree with that. Not I actually, no, I see water. that. I started You're one of those people. That. Guys, no. just every single time you take a warm shower, lower it a little bit. <laughs> this is the most controversial thing Like, don't thing shock your body, but lower the, the temperature just a little bit every time. And I promise you, you'll take cold showers. Like, I've done it. Why? Look, yes. if you need to wake up for an exam, <laughs> go ahead. Get, get that Please. cold shower in. <laughs> I wake up in bed and I uh, I wake up to a cold uh, right. shower like I every cook day. I myself with the hottest. Oh my god! That is the best feeling Me too. out there. It's not healthy for you. I agree with you, Oyen. Like that's I know. Well, scientifically speaking, you're absolutely right. A cold shower is actually really healthy for you. But like, am I going <laughs> to do it ever in my entire life? No. <laughs> like, you should try it once, at least once, and just see how you feel after. Cold. It's for, is your, it for skin, your skin, for your energy. Or your energy. I've heard that it even oh. helps with your immune system. Like if you change from hot water to cold water, like your body's working Dang. even harder. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I do it every once in a while, but yeah. <laughs> no, now what? My happy medium is I'll take the I'll warm try. shower and then at the end I'll make it cold so that like yeah my body like it it closes the pores if that's what it does. So I don't ruin that's... the spa experience. <laughs> You're nice and warm, <laughs> and then you're just like, you know what? <laughs> but it's like a I transition. Agree. I'll go slower and slower. I have my music playing. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to take it down a notch. Let's <laughs> shiver. Let's shiver. <laughs> no, okay, bye. We're going to end the podcast 
here. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Oyin and Anne-Marie for listening and coming on the podcast and chatting with us today. Like, this is such a fun conversation. I feel like I've got like my big girl brownie points <laughs> listening to Definitely. you guys talk about your experience. I definitely appreciate you guys hopping on. Do you guys have anything that you guys you'd like to drop? Social websites, anything? Follow me on Instagram um, at o g o y i n for fashion content. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mine's um, at Amory Chase. And we didn't really talk about Alaska Friends, but I'm building Alaska Friends, so definitely check it out. Awesome. Thank you again for hopping on. And as you guys know, you guys you guys can find us on our podcast on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, and basically anywhere um, on Spotify. Just type in Call Me Whatever Podcast and subscribe. And five stars. Anything you want to do, any combination of those things. It's appreciated. A review would be nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we always shameless sure plug. It might take like middle school kids, but five star <laughs> review and then make sure you guys let us know what you thought of this podcast, what you liked, what you didn't like. If you guys are investing or if you're not investing, and if you maybe are a little inspired to invest after this episode, let us know. And as always, call, call us whenever. whenever. Bye, Bye guys. guys.